New evidence appears to challenge the narrative presented by Fulton County District Attorney Fanny Willis and Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade. The pair have steadfastly maintained that their personal relationship didn't commence until after Wade was brought aboard the DA's office in November 2021. Cell phone tracking data, however, seems to refute their claim, indicating Wade was a frequent visitor to Willis's residence in Hapeville, stopping by over 35 times. The incriminating evidence seems to suggest that if the cellular data is indeed precise, both Willis and Wade may have presented false information to the court, a misstep that could potentially have serious legal implications. A court document submitted by legal representatives of the 45th president, Donald Trump on Friday alleges that the aforementioned data indicates dishonesty on part of the two, and hence, the pair should be disqualified from proceeding with the RICO case against Trump and 18 other co-defendants. The document further elucidates that Charles Mittelstadt, a criminal defence investigator, employed the use of mobile cell towers to monitor the location of Wade's phone towards the end of 2021, a point in time before he allegedly began his affair with Willis. For this purpose, Mittelstadt utilised the services of Cellhawk, a highly regarded tool in the world of mobile dye data analysis familiar to many in law enforcement. The data gathered from the analysis suggests multiple instances where visits were made late at night, at night these visits often extended until the early hours of the morning. Contrastingly, Wade and Willis in their testimonies the previous week claimed that their meetings didn't extend overnight at Willis' residence. This potential inconsistency could prove perjury, a criminal offence of lying under oath. Two pivotally significant instances of visits were highlighted in the court document. The first instance includes a late-night visit on September 11, 2021. This visit occurred before Wade officially joined the district attorney's office. The second highlights a garden variety visit on the night of November 29, 30, 2021, prior to the timeline the pair testified their relationship officially began. The account of Wade's visit on the night of September 11, 2021 is particularly telling. Wade's phone was traced leaving the Doraville area, arriving within a geofenced perimeter of the Dogwood address at 10.45pm. As per the records, the phone remained at that location until 3.28am the next day, with its first subsequent location being towers in East Cobb aligning with Wade's home. The cell phone data shows that Wade arrived in East Cobb around 4.05 a.m. Shortly afterward, at 4.20 a.m., records indicate he sent a text message to M.S. Willis. Considering this timeline, it seems increasingly apparent that their initial claims regarding their relationship's commencement were potentially fabricated. On November 29, 2021, Wade's phone was traced near his residence in the vicinity of the East Cobb Towers. Interestingly enough, following a call from Willis at 11.32pm, his phone left the East Cobb area shortly after midnight. It arrived within the Jeff Fence of the Dogwood address at 12.43am on November 30, 2021, according to Mittelstadt's findings. Mittelstadt's report further reveals that Wade's phone remained at the address until 4.55am, such a late-night visit to a so-called platonic friend's home seems extremely suspicious, as noted by commentator Megan Kelly. 
This damaging cell phone data could irrevocably undermine the narrative proposed by Wade and Willis. It increasingly appears that their claims of transparency and honesty with the court may have been less than truthful. If validated by court proceedings, the evidence compiled by President Trump's legal team could lead to a significant turn of events, potentially marking an abrupt halt to the Georgia Rico case. This revelation would indeed have a profound impact on the legal landscape in its entirety. Adding credibility to the suspicion is the disparity between their public statements and the data compiled. This certainly propels the idea that Willis and Wade might have been less than transparent about their connection. In the wake of such potentially damning evidence, the future of the RICO case against Trump and his co-defendants becomes increasingly uncertain. The evidence could call into question the conduct of the Fulton County DA's office on this matter. Implications of these findings will not just cast a shadow on Willis and Wade's careers, but could also have indirect, yet crucial, influence on other high-profile cases they're involved in. Inherent in this matter is not just the alleged dishonesty of two high-ranking legal officials, but also questions about their capacity to enforce laws impartially. It is crucial that we hold officials accountable, especially when they wield such vital roles in our justice system. To conclude, while we await further developments, the data compiled by Mittelstadt undoubtedly paints an intriguing picture that contradicts the initial narrative given by Willis and Wade. As the court examines this evidence, transparency will be vital in order to preserve the trust of the public in the justice system.